It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah Health. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. What's up, Cougar Nation? This is Tyler Batty. Tyler Batty again. Tyler Batty comes in the game and right off the edge, just a three-man rush. Welcome back, Cougar Nation, to another episode of the Cougar Tracks podcast here on kslsports.com. It's always a special edition as it's the Tyler Batty edition of Cougar Tracks. And this one is an enjoyable one because it's coming off a win, a much-needed win. So you can follow Tyler on Twitter at Tyler underscore Batty2, Tyler underscore Batty on Instagram. That feels good, doesn't it, Tyler? Coming off a win. Yeah, nothing better. Nothing better than coming off a win. That month in October, that was hard. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I actually didn't realize it, but it was the whole month of October. That was a, that was a tough October. Last year, you guys had a undefeated November in the whole school, the entire athletic department, and, and then to go through a winless October, that, that was a grind. That was a, a tough stretch. Yeah, 150% agree. It was a, yeah, it, did, it didn't seem like that long, you know what I mean? But it, it was, and that was just, yeah, it was it was tough to say the least. BYU takes down Boise State thirty one to twenty eight on the blue turf. Huge win for BYU as it puts you guys back to five hundred, uh, five and five on the season. But I think just maybe what's the big takeaway for you and the team uh, from that win to get that one? Like, what does it do for you guys moving forward? Um, I mean, the biggest thing, right? Is it uh. Yeah, like you said, it gets us back to to, to five hundred, right? So it gets us, um, you know, closer to a goal of, of a winning season. Um, you know, it gets us closer to bowl eligibility. Um, and uh, honestly, I think this game most importantly just gave us our confidence back, right? Kind of gave us our, our swagger back, if you will. So, um, yeah, it was it, it was it was a big it was a big game for us. What works on, on defense? Uh, because halftime. Seven to seven, and I think everyone. I mean, on our conversation last week, there was a good vibe. It felt like around the team uh, at, at practices. I mean, I think you were kind of in, in good spirits. It felt like talking to you, and just my thought of seeing the team uh, at practice afterwards. It felt like there was just some good body language. What what worked though for you guys in that game? Um, our guys, did. I mean, our play, our play calling, right? Of course, um, but our guys did. Uh, there were just guys, you know, making plays all game. Whether it was making tackles, stopping the run, you know, and, and that's and that's been a big emphasis uh, for the past few weeks. You know, has been stopping the run, and I think we did, you know, a, a good job of that. Um, 
You know, it's not like we held them to zero yards or anything, sure. right? But but you know, we did well was, under their average, though. Yeah, exactly, and and it was it was good enough to get us off the field. Um, there were guys out there making uh, pa- uh, plays on passes all game, right? Tons of PBUs and um, you know a couple close uh, close calls with interceptions, and so um, guys were just playing their game, right? And and just doing their one eleventh, and and that's what happens, right? When when everyone's playing together and we're playing as a defense is. Yeah, we can we can stop offenses and get off the field. How did it feel to get that fumble recovery, dude? That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was that was awesome. It was, you know, I was frustrated. I was frustrated. He was their quarterback was really quick, um, just like deceivingly fast. He's I think he was taller than I am, right? And so he's a big dude, long strides. And so and so going into the game, I was like, you know, I'm going to be able to get this guy. Like, oh, he wants to scramble. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna track him down. And he would just put, you know, pace on me. Like he would, he would just stretch out and and run away from me. And so, on that play in particular, yeah, I'm chasing him from the backside, and uh, you know, I was I was really close, and I was like, I got this. And then uh, I see John hit him, and I was all right. Well, you know, like we we got him down, and uh, you know, in the moment it was just like, dang it, like I almost got him. And then uh, and then the ball comes out. Keenan jumps on him, and John are hanging on him, and the ball comes out, and I was like. Oh wait! Like that's live. That's a ball. And so, uh, you know, I wish there weren't as many offensive players around. Uh, but you know, maybe a little scoop and score action. No, but uh, yeah, jumped on it, and that was that was fun, man. That was a lot of fun. What's that moment like when you do see a live ball and it's there for the taking, and a turnover is right in front of you? Um. What's running through your mind, or just your mind just kind of go it's just blank, and it's bald. like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, like for two seconds, for just like a split second, everything just freezes, and you're like, that's a football. Like that sounds so dumb, but like it doesn't happen. That like it happens so. I mean, that's the first career recovery I've had, you know, here, and so it's like you see that, and it's just like it's just that moment, and you're like, wait a second, this is real. Like that is a live ball. Um. Yeah. It's it's crazy, but it was it was super fun. It was super fun. So it was a good it was a good team play. It was a it was a good day for you individually too. Had five tackles. Had the 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 fumble recovery, and an overall just good day for the defense. Now the fourth quarter, it did become a little bit of a track meet where things were going back and forth. Was there a feeling around the defense where it's like, oh no, here we go again? Or was there still this feeling like, hey, if if we're called upon to get that stop, we we can do it. What was the the vibe around the team in that fourth quarter where the offenses were just taken off? Yeah, no, the vibe was yeah. We gotta you know every time we take the field, we gotta go get that ball back, right? And especially in the fourth quarter when we knew it was critical, and um, you know that's 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 really those those games are tricky, right? We've had a couple games like that recently where it's like all right, like this is you know. This is a very important series or a very important play, um, and you go out there and and honestly on Saturday, uh, guys were just where they needed to be um, to make plays to break up passes and uh, and so no the 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 whole vibe overall was just very very positive very just like yeah hey we're gonna go out there we're gonna stop them we're gonna get the ball back um, give it to the offense let them score and and then when Boise did get the ball back it was just hey we're gonna go. We're gonna go stop them. Like this is it. We gotta we gotta shut it out. How awesome was that moment uh, where you guys return on the field? Puka Nakua gets his touchdown grab, and we'll get to that here in a sec <laughs> because we gotta. I gotta get your thoughts on that. But you guys come up with the fourth down. You come up with the stop, and 
what was that moment like for the defense to where you guys got that necessary stop to get off the field and win on the road against a team that was looking for the New Year's Six? Um, it was sweet, honestly. That was a very that was it was just, it's just such a cool feeling. Um, and I think I think from the D line, like you have a little bit different perspective. Uh, just because, like, if you're in the secondary, or even if, if you're a linebacker, right, like, you're kind of playing the play, but you have a lot of vision. So, you know, you may see the play happen. You might see the ball get thrown and then see the guy in coverage on the receiver, and then it's like, oh, like, what's going to happen? And then, you know, you see the pass broken up. Um, you know, on the D-line, we're just we're just working. And so it's just like you're working, you're working, you're working. We're trying to get to the quarterback. Crap, the quarterback gets the ball out. And so then it's just like, you don't know what's about you, you. You turn around and you don't know what quite what the result was, and so um, yeah, turn around and you know, incomplete broke it up, and it was just like, yeah, it was awesome, man. It was it was super awesome. What is it about this BYU program that has this ability to uh, you know stick with it? You know, because I think a lot of college football programs with a season where there were such high expectations. They go to that moment on the road against a good Boise State team. They would maybe just fold it and throw in the towel in the season, but you guys kept fighting. What is it about this group for, from your vantage point that uh, you know had that resolve to kind of bring it all together to get a, to get a really good win? Um, we have competitors, right? I think that's the I think that's the biggest thing, and I think that was one of the biggest influences uh, and, you know, us kind of overcoming that, that four game slide was just like reminding ourselves like, nah, we we're here. We we're here because one, we love it. We'd love to compete. Um, and I, I think that was a big turning point um, was, you know, guys just remembering that it's just like, nah, we're here to compete and not just here to compete is we love competing. Like that is, that is what we do. That's why we play football. That's why we enjoy it is, like win or win or lose, like we just love to compete, and I and I think that's the biggest thing is is we just guys we have guys that want to fight right to the end, and um and so that's you know I would say that's why that's why we didn't fold, and as just because guys weren't going to quit, right? They were going to get they were going to get they were going to compete until the very last moment uh, of that game, and and uh, and I think that just you know speaks a lot to yeah the guys we have on our team and. And and our coaching staff and just kind of our team culture is just like we're gonna we're gonna give it everything we have. You know what I mean? Like thick or thin, uh, we're gonna battle. So I was outside that locker room that you guys uh, were in at, at in the end zone at Albertson Stadium and a lot of celebrating. It was uh, it was it was good to hear the, the cheers for you guys because I also remember that that Arkansas game where. Uh, it was kind of a longer than usual post game speech, and it, you know it's well documented that Puka spoke, and you've been uh, a leader in, in this defense too. Uh, what, what can you describe? What was going on in that that locker room? I, I heard it, but maybe describe it for our listeners as to <laughs> what that moment was like, and what you were seeing, and what everyone was doing. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, um, you guys don't know what I, I'm not going to share all the details. Sorry, that's what was first running through my mind is, well, you see it as a locker room. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> no. Um, but, Good uh, point. You don't have to yeah, go into yeah, that. I won't go into those details. Um, 
dudes were just, I mean, it was just, they were just having fun. I mean, we were just, we were laughing and, and messing around. And, you know, everyone's like showering and getting cleaned up yep. and changing and everything. But guys are just singing and laughing and having fun and just like, just enjoying, right, the the win. Um, and, uh, and uh, well, you know, one thing, one thing Kalani told us is this just, you can't, you cannot take wins for granted. Like, uh, but I think we've had a lot of recent success, right, in the past couple of years, and um, you you can't you can't take that for granted because winning is hard, right? And and you know against good teams, winning is really hard. And uh, and so yeah, I, I you know everyone was just enjoying yeah. it, right? Just enjoying um, the preparation, right? They'd win it all week, and then the effort out on the field and and coming away with a uh, with a win. Everyone was just just having a good time, yeah. Puka Nakua had the catch of the year, potentially, I mean, for college football. It was a heck of a grab. It's one of the all-time greats in BYU history. What was your vantage point of that catch? Where were you on the sideline, and what was running through your mind when you saw that? Yeah, I was. Yeah, so I'm standing on the sideline, right? Everyone's watching it. Um, we're right there as well. I think, was that was that on a... What was the down and distance on that play? Fourth and six. I was gonna say it was a fourth down, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, fourth and six. Yeah, it was fourth and six, and so throwing a fade. Yeah, and so fourth and six. I, hey, again, it's it's our guys against their guys, and you know <laughs> when you when you, you just got to trust, yeah, that our guys are gonna take it, and that's exactly what happened. And so I'm, everyone's just sitting there, pretty much holding their breath, and uh, I, I see I see Pook out there, and I was like, it's it's going to him. I was like, for sure, like it's going to him. Here we go. Sure enough, and I think that corner knew it as well. He's like, it's it's coming this way. And, uh, you know, everyone's just holding their breath. You see the ball get thrown, see him go up for it, see him touch it, it bobbles, and then you see him grab it and come down with it, and we're like, his feet were in. I think his feet were in. Were his feet in? I think his feet were in. You know, it's that conversation. like, were they in? Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, the replay shows up, and it was – yeah, his feet were in. Like, let's see what they call. Like, I think his feet were in. You yeah. think, yeah, his feet were in, right? And, and, uh, but it's, it was just like, all right, like, here we go. Like, yeah. So it was super cool. Puka is an absolute beast, man. And, and, uh, yeah, super talented as, as everyone knows. Um, and so it was, it was cool just cause like he, yeah, is one of a kind when it comes to making plays like that. He's, he's just, he's a stud. So I'm curious when that catch happens, uh, is there, on that drive for the for the offense, what's the defense doing in that moment? Where are you guys kind of scripting, like thinking about what your next move is going to be? Because obviously, you guys had to go back on the field again. What's happening in that situation? Late in game, the offense is on the field. What's going on, on the sideline for the defense? Um, honestly, right, we've made our corrections from our, our previous series, or you know, whatever adjustments we've talked about, what we needed to talk about, and then it's. Hey, go support the offense, like however you can. Bring energy, you know. Just be engaged with the game, um, and and everyone was right. You know, there's a lot on the line there, and and you know, on on those fourth downs like that, it's hey, like defense up, like we got to be ready to go take the field right. <clears throat> if this does become an incomplete pass, right? And then and then we have to get the ball back so the offense can get it in, right? And so um, that's that's what's happening. These guys are just watching, just kind of getting ready and being ready for anything that that happens. So. Puka, we we heard a lot about him uh, from Kalani. He's obviously been a big story with that catch. And the consistent thing that Kalani and and, and players have said about Puka is that he practices so hard. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, 150%. 
What what uh, when when a fan hears this guy practices hard, what does that mean? How would you describe that? Um, I think just like great effort, great attention to detail, um, and everything that he does. Right. So, uh, you know, he goes out to you know he's out running routes, right? Whether it's in team, whether it's an in Indo, um, he's out there and and he's given everything he has right to, in that moment. Um, and he's yeah. He's just he's just doing everything he can to become better and, and be ready and so, um, yeah that he he does he lays it all out there man and and it shows right it shows up in big ways and so, uh yeah when you when you when people refer to him, you know or say that he's practicing hard it means that hey when that dude goes out to practice he's he's giving it everything he has right and he's he's paying it like he's locked in he's ready to go and and he's working up until that puka catch the the fans at. Albertson Stadium from the BYU side were probably a little bit quiet at times. I think there was, you guys were always, of course, in the game, but there was this feeling of like, what to expect? Like, what's the next move going to be? It felt like there was a tense yeah. crowd the whole whole night. But I will say, in the pregame, there were a set of fans that were pretty loud for you. Uh, I got to say, uh, my my son Lincoln, seven year old, he was at the game with my wife and and, and kids and. He was thrilled to to meet you, and uh, so big thanks to you for uh, making that happen. You've made his life. I keep hearing that about uh, <laughs> how you high fived my son Lincoln, so I had to thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. That was that was that was a fun <laughs> moment. Yeah, we're we're warming up before the game. Um, yeah, in that in that south end zone, and I keep hearing someone just yelling my name, yelling my name, yelling my name. I'm like, man, I don't know who this is behind me, but they're like dedicated. You know, we're doing our drills, we're warmed up, and so I'm not, you know, I'm not going to turn around and, and look quite yet. And I was like, all right, where this is, you know, when we get done with this little warm up here, I'm going to go say hi to him. And it was your son, and so it was super cool to see him and, and give him a high five. And uh, yeah, hey, that's what it's all about. Like that's that, that was super fun for me as well. Well, that was uh, it made his day for sure. And uh, I, I it was it was crazy when my wife told me what happened about the whole, like, he was screaming Tyler's name, and I'm thinking, <laughs> that is so unlike him, because he's typically very shy kid, but BYU football brings out that uh, that fire in him, and it's <laughs> it's it's fun to see, so I, I had to give you props for that. And, you know, I just think, too, I, I will say, it, it's fun, me and my role covering BYU football and, and BYU sports, I thoroughly enjoy covering BYU sports, because I feel like you, just, you and so many athletes at BYU, you guys are just like great to cover great people. And like, I'm not just saying that because you're in this room, but like you you're really just a genuinely you're talking good, crap, talking <laughs> crap behind my back, Mitch. Oh, no, not at all, but uh, just genuinely good people. And I think that that's one of the things that makes BYU football a, a kind of a special deal is that you're dealing with people that are just, they, they want to do things kind of the right way and not saying you're holier than now anyone, but like just, you guys, you know, kind of see what there is more to life sometimes than football at times. And, uh, Made uh, made the lives of uh, some little kids. It's just, it's it's just kind of cool to to see that because these sort of things. I know you guys do the True Blue Heroes, and those are always fun to see too. So it's just kind of a I think a cool part of the job seeing what you guys do and kind of uh, impacting the lives of, of people that you know maybe we never know of, but the, they care a lot about BYU football. Yeah, well, thanks. Yeah, that uh, I think that's a cool <clears throat> that's a cool part for us um, as well, and. Uh, so yeah, thank you. That, that's really nice of you to say that. Um, just for anyone out there listening, we are definitely not holier or better than <laughs> no, anyone else. Right. That's not what Mitch is getting. No, at. no, no. I, I, I should clarify <laughs> that. I mean, and that's that's my words, but it just like 
you know, I think that BYU just, uh, you know, they're, they're, look, I, I cover BYU closely and, and follow it, so I don't know what goes on in other programs, but just <clears throat> it's an enjoyable beat. No. And it's, it's you guys, uh, you know, just do some fun stuff to give back to the community because yeah. uh, you guys really are, like, you throw on that helmet, you're instantly a role model. Whoever you are, like, you put on that oval Y, it matters to people. That's and and that's that's a huge point that Kalani, uh, Coach Kalani, always brings up, um, and and honestly, that was that that was one thing. Like even going back to my recruitment, that I like noticed just about BYU in general and the coaching staff here is like, hey, football is really cool, really important. We're all passionate about here about it. Clearly, we're all here, you know, working towards a common goal. But there's more to life than football, and football just is the vessel and, and the door for a lot of cool things. Um, and, and so Kalani, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he definitely harps on that, you know, that, that it's, yeah, it's more than you become, you know, the moment you join the program and the moment you, you know, you become, you put, the, you put on that helmet, right. You become more than just who you are. One, you're playing for your family, right. The name on your back and you're, you're playing for the fans and you're, you know, you're representing the university. And, and so, uh, it, it, it's if if you if you take that perspective, um, it can be really really beneficial because you're able to do a lot more um, than just be some football player yeah. on a field. So. It, it, it's a powerful thing, and I think that's what brings out uh, you know a lot of the passion. I think that 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 kind of is instilled in this BYU football program. You know, whether it's fans, whether it's coaches, players, administrators. There is a lot of passion when it comes to to BYU athletics, and it definitely shows. So, again, big thanks to to you on that. And now you're enjoying a much-needed buy. Ten straight weeks of going at it every single week against one of the best schedules in college football. I was looking at it. Back, it's a top-30 schedule. I mean, that, that's that's something that I think people should acknowledge is that you, know, you guys have dealt with uh, you know some losses, sure, but it's been, it hasn't been against a weak schedule by any means, and you guys have beat some pretty good teams. What has the bye week looked like? You guys have had practice Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I think now you get some days off, if I'm not mistaken. What's what's kind of the agenda? What's it been like this week on, on a bye? Um, nice, honestly, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, ten, yeah. Honestly, it doesn't feel like it's been ten weeks. Um, you know, mentally, uh, physically, it definitely feels – I think you could ask anyone on the team, and it's like – yeah, it feels like it's been <laughs> ten weeks. Like it just it just takes a toll, right? You just and you it just goes get back, beat up. And it goes back to even August too from fall camp. I mean, it's been yeah. all systems right. go. Fourteen weeks, yeah, yeah, now of just straight, just you know, collision course, just just going at it. Which again, we love. We love, but sure. it, it does it does take its toll. So um yeah, honestly this week's been really nice. Uh we, yeah, we've practiced Monday, Tuesday and, and today Wednesday. Um and then, uh, yeah, we do. We have Thursday, Friday, um, Saturday off, and so um, it's yeah, that's that's going to be nice. Just having some downtime and and just being able to kind of breathe for a second and just let the body rest up and um, just yeah, just heal a little bit and freshen up and just you know get things get things going again. So when we we roll into uh, you know that week against Dixie State, we're fresh and so. Um, yeah, it's 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 nice, you know. I as much as I'd love to be playing a game sure. right on right on Saturday, it's uh it is nice to just have a little bit of a break to to just kind of let things rest and, and and you know come back stronger. Will you still on those Thursday, Friday, whatever the weekend uh, 
uh, will you still go into the weight room for for a lift? I know that's uh, that's open, obviously. So. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and and you know most guys will, right? It's it's uh, you know, lift lifting's one thing, right? You don't get the muscles sore, but just like the the consistent pound of like practice into a game, into practice into a game, um, you know, that's what takes its toll. So if even if you're lifting, you know, just that that rest from just banging on other people. Um, really you know really helps it is kind of crazy when you when you bring it up bring it up that way is because you think about it it's like you're going up against you know 320 330 pound <laughs> men and they're and they're athletes too it's not yeah. like they're it's it's a bad 320 you're going up against you're going up against guys that you know probably low percentage of body fat they're elite athletes and you're just banging you know like it, it's it's got to be a toll, and have you? I know I pretty much ask you every week, but just how are you feeling? Uh, you know, physically right now, as as you're now in the bye week, how do you feel physically? Uh, good, yeah. Honest, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, feel good. Um, feel really good. Feel healthy. Can't you know? Can't complain other than just the normal bumps and bruises, right? It's uh, yeah, everything's good. So I'm really grateful for that. And I think that was one of the the noteworthy things from last week. And I know you're not gonna speak on on players injuries but just from my vantage point it felt like jaron looked like he was close to 100 percent. puka played great i mean feels like there's still a long list of injuries i know the defense was uh, without payton and max and but like you guys feel like despite the 10 straight weeks you guys were kind of trending up in terms of the maybe health factor it felt like no yeah absolutely <clears throat> i would agree with that yeah you know you have guys who you know kind of got banged up first couple of weeks and they've been battling through stuff and so yeah, towards the end of the season, those guys, you know, heal up and are getting back to back to you know a hundred percent, which is which is nice. And and having a bye week, I would love to have a bye week a little bit sooner, you sure. know, accelerate that process. But you know, we'll we'll take it now to to help to help with that. That's going to be nice in the Big Twelve. We'll find out the Big Twelve <laughs> schedule coming up in a few weeks for twenty twenty three. And you know, it's like I, I was trying to you know map it out. There's no longer going to be this November bye date. You guys are going to have probably something in October. And that, that'll just be nice because this is this is so out there in left field as far as going ten straight weeks and then having a bye. Like no one else in college football does this, and uh, you guys did not play an easy schedule to this point. And there's still games opportunities in front of you moving ahead. So what's maybe kind of the uh, maybe the motivations for the team right now? The, the sense that you get from being within the program, what's motivating you guys to you know go into these final two regular season games? Um. I, you know, I think it just goes back to what I mentioned earlier, just like competing. Yeah. You know, right now we are promised two more opportunities to be able to go out and compete and play. Um, and so I think guys are just making the most of that, right? They're, you know, it's kind of the come full circle. You realize like, oh, wait, like we have honestly two more opportunities um, to go out there and do our thing and, and, and to show people who we are and what we can do. And uh, and compete right and and just enjoy this game and and that's what you know I think is really motivating a lot of dudes is is just yeah that again that competition factor and I'd much rather you know even even maybe it was a little late in the season I'd still rather have it now than you know after the season we're all looking back like man like we missed you know we missed some opportunities so yeah I, I would I would say that just guys guys are you know intrinsically motivated to to go out and play and and play for the guy next to him and play for another win. And so, yeah, a lot of motivations. Do you feel like you're playing your best football right now in your BYU career? Or is that, or do you feel like there's still much more to, to, to prove for, for you? Like how, how would you assess maybe your individual play? 
Uh, learning. Um, yeah, on, honestly, uh, this season, <clears throat> I think this season's taught us a lot uh, collectively as a team. Um, for me personally, I, I would definitely say I've, I've learned a lot this season. Um, definitely, you know, playing better than I have uh, at times. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely feel like there's there's a lot more um, out there. Uh, you know, for me, for me to be able to do right, I, I definitely don't um, feel like I'm playing a perfect game, sure. right? You know, or, or to yeah. what I would like to see, or what I could do, and so, um, yeah, that's definitely that's that's definitely motivation for me. You know, go, going into the rest of the season is again trying to put my trying to feel like I'm playing at my best, right? And and really feel uh, like like I. Uh, and putting my best product out there, you know what I mean, and 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 so yeah, uh, you know, up to this point, I, I would say I've played decent, but yeah, there's there's, I yeah. know it's always awkward, like yeah. <laughs> patting yourself on the back. I always think about that in the media where we ask, like, how do you think you're playing? Like, it's always just kind of awkward because you're always, you know, I, I get it. So I appreciate the answer, <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, BYU will take on Utah Tech next week. And uh, we'll have time to discuss that and also more with this BYU football team. Any, um, I heard that uh, you guys are going to have like maybe a, a movie night or something like that or a team activity. Uh-huh, yeah, I we heard. got a team movie. We got a team movie going on tomorrow. Okay, uh-huh. team movies. That used to be a thing before you got on the team in 2019. Since the pandemic, mm-hmm. that kind of went by the wayside. It's now more what uh, just kind of enjoy your Friday night before before on, the, on a road trip. But you guys are going to do the movie thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This 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 week we're gonna do a little team movie, so that's always fun. We've done a couple this season, and you know it's always fun, and you just get a different commentary because guys are, <laughs> you know, guys are just like comparing, like, oh look, it's look, it's it's Joe on the screen, or oh hey, there's Zoe, or you know, it's just it's just funny, guys. You know, kind of poke poke uh, poke fun and make jokes, and you know, compare guys on the team to characters on the screen. It's just you know, it's just fun. We're just. We're just having a lot of fun, and guys so, being dudes. Yeah, it's just exactly. It's just a di- it's a different atmosphere than <laughs> going into a movie theater and it's silent and that's you fun. know. And so it's a ton of fun. What movie are you guys going to see? Is it the the new Marvel Black Panther? It is. Yeah, it is. Nice. So should be good. Should Much be of a good. Marvel guy. I am. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. I, I you strike uh-huh. me as someone that likes some Avengers. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely an Avengers fan. You know, uh, uh, maybe not so hot take. Maybe hot take. I was, I was a big fan of the Avengers when, you know, it started and they started to tie the movies together. You know, that was like, yes. whoa, this is sick. And <laughs> and you know they've done some stuff, some cool stuff like Endgame and you know all these other spinoffs. Um, so maybe becoming less of a Marvel fan <laughs> these days, like you know, more just, oh hey, look, we can make some more money, but. <laughs> But no, Marvel is super cool, and I, I am a big Marvel fan. I will admit, I always am intrigued by by all the movies, but I don't think I've really seen any of them. I, I what? I, thing is, I used to be a massive movie guy. Uh huh. Now I just I I lack the patience, I guess, to to watch movies. Maybe it's post pandemic. I'll blame it on the pandemic. <laughs> it's the new normal for me. But uh, yeah, I I've seen some of the early ones, uh, but uh, none of the new okay. spin off much. I. The early ones were the best ones. So I Again, haven't the really... Original, the original Iron Man, I mean, come yes, on. Yes, original Iron Man. It doesn't get better than that, That was man. my, It like, doesn't get better than that's that. That's when I was watching yeah. it. Mean, so, like, the, all these... I can't keep up anymore with it. And, yeah. and, you know, credit to them as well. Like, you know, they, I feel like they were... 
they were like the first, you know, series to really go big on like the post credit scenes, right? Yes. You know, like other movies that have done it have done it previously, and a ton of movies have done it since. But you know, they were the big ones that it's like, oh, we got no, we gotta wait to see what's in the post credit scenes because in two years they're gonna come out with another movie. And anyways, so yeah, you I need to watch them. Yeah, you I, need to watch them. I, I need to do that and uh, appreciate the insight as always, Tyler and. Uh, make sure to follow Tyler on social media, everyone. Tyler underscore Batty2 on Twitter. Tyler underscore Batty on Instagram. And we'll be back uh, next week. And we'll kind of put a – we'll start to close out the season in the coming weeks here on Cougar Tracks. And But enjoy the weekend and enjoy your bye week. Hopefully you got some plans to – do something nice for you and the wife. Enjoy some downtime. I'm sure that'll be nice for you guys. And, uh, again, appreciate you as always hopping on into the studio to talk some BYU football with me and all of our listeners. So this has been another edition of the Cougar Tracks podcast. And it's always powered on kslsports.com. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.